For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, hour one of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I'm Eric Von Hessler, but you knew that. I'm not alone. You also knew that. Autumn Fisher is with us. Hello. English Nick is with us. Uh, first, he's got to turn on his microphone. It's on. There it is. There, I, I told you. I told you he's with us. And there's the proof. And also, of course, the handsomest producer in producery. I'm lucky enough to be able to look right at him all for the next two hours. Jared Yamamoto. What's going on, everyone? The millennial to the stars. I don't know how you do it looking straight at him for two hours. You know what? I am a pro. I've been in this mm-hmm. industry a long time. Oh. And I, it takes everything I can. I say, concentrate, Eric. Don't be attracted to the Mona Lisa over there. That work of art. Don't do that. Oh you've got you. You've got a city. You have got a city that is depending upon you to both entertain and inform. And you know what, Nick? That's a mission. It's a big mission. And, but without it, let me tell you, I would just sit here and I would just stare at that guy. And there's nothing. Don't you know? Don't put my sexuality on the line here. I'm talking about a great work of art. Is the face. Of Jared Yamamoto. You would not be the first man that I've caught staring at the face. And I will not be the last. Of Yamamoto. Because that is a face that men stare at whether they want to admit (laughs) or not. (laughs) All right, I want to say great to be here again, WSB. You know, I usually feel like uh, a real part of the family here. I haven't been here long. And, you know, I I do this show every Sunday, by the way, if you're just discovering us. I don't know why you're not watching NFL. I'm not going to ask any questions. But we're here. We're here. Sundays, 1 p.m. But I do this show, and I'm a fill-in host. I fill in from time to time. And it's important to me when, when people here reach out and, and make me a part of the family. And it makes me feel good when you've been underemployed as long as I have been. It's nice for some place to make you feel like a family. And usually that does happen. But I have to say I'm very disappointed with my family. Why? My WSB supposed family this week because... There was apparently uh, a thing in the in the in the break room a few days ago, and it was the big Thanksgiving feast for everybody, <laughs> and everyone brings a, a dish and a potluck kind of thing. And guess who wasn't invited? No, this member of the family, I say with air quotes, <laughs> was not invited. And let me tell you that 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 hurt because people can say you're part of the family, yep. but I think you'll agree with me, English Nick, even though you're English, you know nothing about Thanksgiving. If if you're not invited to Thanksgiving Day dinner, yeah, guess what? You're not part of the family, no. really. So I got to say, I'm with a hurt heart. I am doing this show. Now I have a question. You may ask it. Do you think that you were invited, but you don't check your work email? I checked. I checked that email, and I look. This is how I know I wasn't invited. You refreshed it over and over. Sadly, I I, yes. I saw. I saw a note that said, "This is going to happen on a certain day," and I thought, "Well, I'll be. I'll be invited to that." And you know how I found out I wasn't invited to it? 
I came in here for another reason a couple nights ago, and all the food that was left over that oh. the real members of the family had mm-hmm. to eat that was left there. And uh, I, boy, there was one thing I really wanted to tap into. It was kind of like this marshmallow mayonnaise kind of, I don't know what they call that kind of Ooh. salad. I tried it. It was great. Yeah, it was probably great, but I didn't get it until 730 at night. And I have mm. a rule about mayonnaise dishes. You know, if it's if it's you got to get there within the first two hours mm. of it being a set lukewarm out. mayonnaise marshmallow salad that equals Eric not being here on Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah. So I wasn't able <laughs> able to enjoy it at all. But look, this is not about me. We're here to bring you up to date on stuff that's happened throughout the week. So let's do this. Headlines of the week. All right, Jared, what's going on? I know what's going on, but you can tell me. That's how we play this game. You tell me the things I already know, and then I respond to them. As you've heard on WSB throughout the weekend, Eric, the FBI is taking an ISIS threat at Phillips Arena tonight very, very seriously. Now, here's... uh, So, FBI says there's no credible threat. Correct, but they're still being cautious. Yeah, they themselves have not heard the chatter. We get this from a group called Anonymous. Yes. And Anonymous is a hacktivist group that normally I do not like. Uh, they're very Edward Snowden friendly and, you know, it's kind of this pie in the sky, all information wants to be free weirdos. Uh, can you stop shuffling, Autumn, because we can hear every little thing that you're doing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry about Sorry. that. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, I usually don't like Anonymous, but, you know, we worked with we worked with Russia during World War II. Sometimes politics makes strange bedfellows. So after the Paris attacks... Anonymous decided that they were going to declare war on ISIS and and get into their servers and systems. And as a result of that, they say, so it's Anonymous who's saying that we found evidence online that there was going to be an ISIS-style hit on the wrestling show at Phillips Arena tonight. That is correct. And the FBI comes in and says, well, we don't have any credible evidence of this, but we're going to take it seriously. Local authorities are taking it seriously, and I imagine it's going to be you know, pretty well, pretty secure. I mean, mm-hmm. More secure than it, than it would have been, I would think. I wonder if they call it off. Now, there's a few elements here for me. One is I don't really trust Anonymous all that much because when you go right to the bottom, there's something that they have in common with ISIS, and that is both love anarchy. Both love the concept of anarchy. Another thing I don't like about Anonymous is they always wear that Guy Fox mask. The V for Vendetta mask. V for yeah. Vendetta mask, which to me, if you want me to not like you immediately, <laughs> have one of those things hanging on your wall when I walk in. I cannot stand people who wear the Guy Fox mask because it's phony baloney. It's like a mohawk. All right, the first 30 people who had a mohawk, they were real. Everyone after that, <laughs> jumped on a fashion trend. Yeah. At this point, Guy Fox mask, V for Vendetta mask, is a fashion trend, and people put it on and think it makes them more interesting and intelligent than they actually are. So I don't like these people anonymous. But here's another side of this. We hear this a lot. ISIS put out a video that said, we're going to go after New York City, we're going to go after Washington, D.C. And then immediately what we hear is, well, we don't have any credible threat of that. My question is, was there a credible threat on Thursday before the Friday the 13th massacre in Paris. I'm not so sure. I mean, they weren't telling people we have... It's possible. This is asymmetric warfare. And so the idea that you think that you're going to have credible threats and intelligence every time probably isn't uh, right. But it is asymmetrical warfare. And that means the fear that they're instilling uh, surrounding this event tonight in Phillips Arena is almost enough. Mm. I mean... 
I ever we all say the same thing, right? Go. Go. Don't let the terrorist win if you don't go to a wrestling match. Can I be a little bit unpopular here? <laughs> I'm not so sure that I believe that. The terrorists win when they kill me. Mm. That's the real win for the kid. In my mind, that's the real win for the terrorists. They don't necessarily win if I decide not to go to an NFL game. It's now, it's getting in my head, and they're getting into my head, but I'm still alive, and I've got my family, and I've got yeah. my friends, and I, you know, so I'm not so sure that I think sometimes that line is taken a little bit too far. But I don't think that. I don't completely discount fear as a totally illegitimate thing at all times. You, you can't let it overwhelm you is the important thing. But there's nothing wrong with having your eyes wide open and understanding we live in a different mm. age. Yeah, body count is how they score points, right? That's, exactly. Yeah. That's when they win. That's yeah. when they win. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that they are now, given this is asymmetrical warfare in the sense that they really want to get to us, That I think that one of the biggest wins that they had is doing what they did at that theater, that venue in Paris. Yeah. Because we all go out to places and see things and gather together. And with the asymmetrical warfare thing, you know, it is going to be something in the back of your mind. We already say, you know, there's these areas where we think about it, but we just do it, go through our lives. An airport, you know, oh, you got to travel. You know, you can't let them that bother you. We think that it might happen in certain institutions, the Pentagon. They'll go after this, they'll go after that. But at the point, the asymmetrical warfare is actually wor actually working when you worry about your high school football game. And by pulling off the event the way they did in Paris, I think that it does work on that level. So go to the wrestling thing tonight. I think you're going to be fine. Because, if any reason, because now there's going to be more security than before. Here's the real question. I don't want to know about no credible threat. What I want to know is, do the authorities in Atlanta know that there are people in Atlanta who would do this if they were given the green light? More on that and other stories when we return. Von Hessler Doctrine on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. WSB's Kirk Mellish is predicting a high around 48 and a 5 on the Mellish meter. This weather report brought to you by Shoemate Air Conditioning and Heating. I rather like the coolness. Man likes I like the autumn. This autumn and the the autumn. Not just Me you, too. Autumn. That's Autumn Fisher. That's Jared Yamamoto. That's English Nick. And uh, you know, I, this this let's just continue on with the whole ISIS thing, the Phillips Arena supposed threat tonight. Which just go to the wrestling match. I think it could be fine. Certainly, there's to be a lot of security there. And, uh, you know, nothing's real around wrestling. That's the way that I look at it. So <laughs> just for entertainment purposes only. Uh, but, you know, this week has, has proven, I think, that we do debate is broken in this country. We do not know how to debate. And in the wake of the Paris events, you know, the idea that the president stays abroad, first of all, I think he should have come back home. I think we should see pictures of him, you know, with his advisors mapping out what are we going to do? This is a big deal. Instead, on his side of the thing, he stays, you know, over, you know, he's in Malaysia and then the Philippines and all these places just telling us how dumb we are because we're really scared and we don't think it's a good idea to let every Syrian refugee in at this point. And then, so both sides just go bananas in the very beginning. The president has to talk down to everybody and tell us we're all stupid and not as good as he is if we don't want to let everybody in. And then, you know, and I have to say, some of my radio brethren, maybe even right here at the, this very station, all have to run cuckoo completely the other way. You know, none, never, no refugee, I don't care if they're two years old, never again, blah, blah, blah. It seems to me that Paul Ryan did the right thing. He's calling for a pause. 
They passed this legislation for a pause. Why is that the right thing? Because, Mr. President, it's okay for people to respond in fear to the events of Paris. You don't want to go too far with it. So what is Paul Ryan saying? This is a representative democracy. We are representatives. Our people are calling us and writing us in droves saying, we don't... We, we don't trust the system. Stop it. So let's put in a pause, and then the representatives can sit down with the administration, and you can bring your people in, and you can explain to us this vetting process and tell us why it's going to work. And if you convince us, then we can turn around, go back to our constituents, and explain it to them. That's what, how representative democracy is supposed to work. But this debate that we have in this country with MSNBC and kind of CNN on one side and Fox News and talk radio on the other side is not serving anyone well. It, it is broken. You know, we are not the first people to ever live on this planet and debate these issues. We are mere stewards of this argument. Conservative, liberal, progressive, left, right is an argument that's been going on forever. We are mere stewards of this argument. How are we doing? I say we're doing a pretty poor job because we don't know how to talk about any events. We'll talk about more events and get to Autumn Fisher's WTF segment when we return. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Hail, hail. The gang's all here. I'm Eric Von Hessler, Jared Yamamoto, English Nick, Autumn Fisher is with us. If it's Sunday, it's time to pick up your Sunday AJC. This Sunday, of course, you'll find all the in-depth news coverage, plus $300 in coupon savings. No one can sneeze at that. If it's Sunday, it's time to pick up your Sunday AJC. All right, before we get to Autumn's segment here, WTF, I want to explain my brain this week and uh, something that I did. You know, with the, I usually, I love Christmas, but I usually push it back until after December 15th because I don't want to over-Christmas myself and I'll be burnt out by Christmas. But this year, with all the bad news that's out there and ISIS and the asymmetrical warfare, I've decided that Christmas is my safe space this year, and I'm jumping in now, even before Thanksgiving. I'm all in, and it's, it's, it kind of works. You might want to try this at home. It may be seen as escaping, but I don't know that escaping is all that bad. I hear something horrible on the news, and I just play this. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Aww. jingle all the way. Not such a bad, not such a bad world after all. Let's try it out here, test it out here. Uh, throw some, throw some headlines at me. Belgium has been locked down due to credible ISIS threats. Oh, what fun it is to ride in the one-horse <laughs> Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What else, Scott? The infamous Midtown Puncher is on the loose again. What fun to ride and sing in a one-horse open sleigh, dashing through the snow. What else you got? Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp's office has leaked 6 million Georgia Social Security numbers and driver's license numbers. Oh, wait a minute. What? No, no, hold on. In a one-horse open the fields we go. What are we doing? Laughing all the way. I'm in. I'm all in. making spirits. You can't take this out of me. Is this the song with the three sisters that sing? Oh, the Andrew sisters. No, this is... Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. Jingle bells, yeah. jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride. Take that, Isis. I don't know what else to do. 
I just, <laughs> that was that was my that was my that was my uh, Christmas album in the house. My favorite one when I was a kid. Such a good one. I have a question: Is the Midtown Puncher punching everybody, or is he does he discriminate? Never mind. It's gone. I don't hear you. The I don't gone. hear you. The question's gone. Though. I can only hear this. What the? What the? What the? Seriously? What the? WTF? All right, that's Autumn Fisher's. She brings in. It's not the most original name. I'll give you that. There's a lot of WTF stuff you'll find around. But uh, what the fun and games? What's going on? Sure. So an irate Vietnamese man wants Facebook to quit closing his account based on his um, his, uh, his, name? <laughs> his name. Okay, hold on now. I, I want you to be careful because you're not sure. a radio pro. I How have dare seen you? this. How dare you? Uh, can you spell the name? Sure. P it's it's P-H-U-C. Uh-huh. And then what's and that? And then dat. D-A-T. And then. B-I-C-H. Right. So you put that together on your way home from church. Can we say the like, we could say like F. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I think people get it. All I right. Get, you know, <laughs> I've been thrown off the air many times. So please. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> even doing legitimate news, such as this legitimate news story. So uh, how did he ask? The pronunciation is nothing like the bad thing that we think, right? It's, uh, I can say it correctly. Yes. It's foot dot beat. Okay. That's his real <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> What I like now that. here's the thing is Facebook's gonna look at this they're gonna fix it right they're gonna do something I don't like the faux outrage always around Facebook and their name stuff all right it doesn't it doesn't defy common sense that something like this would be a red flag on Facebook that somebody's just joking around and putting that name up there and who gets so incensed you know Facebook has to deal with this thing where they won't allow you to have a moniker that you have to use your real name hmm. and. There's good reasons for that. The reason you have kind of, maybe there is a lot of, I don't see bullying on Facebook, but maybe there is, not as much as on Twitter. But the reason is because on Twitter, you can be anybody, you can be anonymous, you can just make up a name, be out there. On Facebook, you have to be connected to your name. And so because the reason is if you're going to be venomous, then people know who you are and people tend to act nicer when everyone knows who they are. And that's, that was the reason for it. Now, some people have been caught up in, in, in a dragnet where it hurts them. Because maybe they don't want to be followed, or maybe they, maybe they're in danger, or uh, there are. I think that the, for a few months ago, all of these uh, transsexual performers got upset because they couldn't use their their entertainment names, and so. But, but the outrage is: look, look, maybe it doesn't work for you, and maybe it has <laughs> to be fixed for you. But let's not forget the reason it's there. The reason it's there is so that you have less bullying, less invective online. So. Everybody, when something goes wrong for them, they just indict the whole system. Facebook is wrong. Facebook is terrible. Can you believe what they're doing? Ugh, we should have put this in outrage corner. Anyway, and, uh, you can't. I, I imagine that he ha he goes by some form of a different name. His right? friends like call him Buddy. Well, then why doesn't he put Buddy <laughs> and then and, and, and well, well, whatever it is. I don't yeah. think that he's going around like, hey, what's your name? Foot. Yeah, yeah. Foot. Well, he might be. Why shouldn't he be? It's his name. Are you saying foot? Foot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it does. It sounds more like the word foot. It than sounds it does to me the other like word. Autumn Fisher is a little xenophobic. That's what it I'm sounds just like. saying. Mm -hmm. She can't it, handle. He could put. Hey, maybe it's uh, maybe it's it's Michael over there. You know, maybe it's that's just, maybe, fine. maybe Michael that's sounds like that. Maybe get Mike. on the Vietnamese Facebook. Don't get on our There you Facebook. go. Get out of here. Xenophobic. I don't know what happened <laughs> to her since she moved to Maryland. It's a whole new autumn. What's the next story? Sure. So, uh, uh oh, I lost it. Oh, you weren't ready for it. You don't know what the next well, story is? 
Well, maybe, Facebook. I, no, I got you. Facebook wants to make breaking up with your significant other a little bit easier. This is everything to do with Facebook today. I know. Well, I thought it would. You know, no, no, it's a I good mean, thing. That's being a pro. That, right. You're putting things together in a, in a theme. Right. Absolutely. So uh, people break up. First of all, I've been married since the dawn of the internet, so I've never been a part of this. But if you're dating, then quite often, and you're really in a serious relationship, you put that you're in a relationship with so-and-so, then when you break up, how do you do that on Facebook? Seems like a trivial thing, but everyone knows you as one part of this couple, right. and now you've got to uncouple. So how, how, what, how are they going to make it easier? Sure. So uh, when you want to change your relationship status to, you know, something different, like it's complicated or you're just not with that person anymore, there's an algorithm or there's a way that you can select uh, posts on your wall that are right. from that person. You can untag them from your photos. Oh, so suddenly you just, it's like the old Soviet Union. Once you were, once they didn't like you anymore, so you just never were a general. Knit. They take you out yeah. of, Knit. <laughs> they take you out Knit. of every photo that you were ever in. I like this. I, I like it. Yeah. I, I think that the smart thing is I would never fill out that thing on Facebook if I was a dating person. It's not just that though, because the person three months ago was writing on your wall like, I love you, sweetie. Yeah. I can't wait for you to come home. I'll make you dinner. That's a good reason to <laughs> unlike right there. Mm. I am not interested in you and your relationships and how happy you are. Can I say that? Can I say this to you? I'm in the abstract sense. I'm glad for you. But when it comes to interest, no, I am not interested in how much she means to you. I am not interested in how much he means to you. My I beautiful bride. I am not <sighs> interested. Jingle I was going to say, we need to say. <laughs> Jingle bells. I, I, I judge men who have their wife or girlfriend in their in their profile pic with them. Why? I judge them as just being completely whipped. I just, compl- <laughs> well, I just it was like, you're, you're just, I, I look at that and I go, wow, you're cheating on her. You're doing a really good job of covering it up. That's my first thought when I see that. What Anyone who has to go overboard to explain to me and yep. really convince me how much they love their wives. Hey dude, Ooh, no, no. Hey, hey dude, you married her. I wasn't thinking, I was sort of taking it for granted that you loved her. Anytime that you go above and beyond to let me know that you love her, my first thought is, who are you cheating on her with? What's that, Autumn? What's worse is when people have the joint Facebook accounts, yeah. where it's like Stephanie and Joseph, whatever. Yeah. yeah, these are people who have very bad relationships, because they have to put it out to the world and wear that 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 that, that garb that says, look at us, we're a couple. Or they don't trust the other one, and they won't get, That's right. give each other their, their uh, passwords and stuff. You got to it. You got to it. The fact that it shows that they won't trust, if your wife won't trust you with a secret password... Your relationship is in danger because why wouldn't she trust you? Why in the world would she marry you if she doesn't trust you with a password? If she can't trust you with a password, just go down and get a divorce right now. You have to keep an eye. You have to keep an eye. It's funny. It's a, oh, baby, sto- I got secret. I got secret surprises for you, baby. Yeah, it's all about you. Yeah. It's all about you. Yeah, I, I, I cannot. Uh, I just, it just, um, the whole thing annoys me with the couples. Just couples are annoying. Okay, understand that. Couples, especially new couples, are annoying. Look, 50% of people who get married don't stick it out, all right? So don't stop crawling all over each other in public, all right? It's annoying. <laughs> and the Facebook is the... <laughs> but they want everyone to know, though. Because they yeah, themselves are insecure. Yep. Like I say, like if, it reminds me of these stories, like the password stuff, reminds me of stories where you'll see that, well, I got a private investigator to follow him around. <laughs> Look, let me, do, let me save you a whole lot of money here. If you think you need a private investigator 
get a divorce lawyer. Because even if you, even if he's clean, you are getting a private investigator to check out your significant other. No need. Get a divorce. If you believe you need a private investigator, what you really need is a divorce. No matter whether or not. Well, oh, he came back with a clean bill of health. Oh, that's a good. That's a good steady relationship. Uh, I've investigated you, and you came back with a clean bill of health. Get a divorce. He might be clean, and she might be psycho. There's that other thing there. Well, that's. I would yeah. say that if you're going to hire a private investigator to investigate your significant other, you are psycho. <laughs> yes. Just get a divorce. You obviously don't trust that person, and if you don't trust that person, you shouldn't be with that no. person. This is what I'm doing. I'm avoiding all the ISIS talk and talking about Facebook and. Like that was like a Doctor Drew segment, man. Oh, what Let's just jump in early. There's no need to wait for the holiday season with all this bad news. Let's I know. Just- you know, though, sometimes I get real excited about Christmas like a month and a half before I really should. And then by the time it gets here, I'm like, eh, yeah. all right. Then you get burned out. Here's, here's the story about Christmas. For people like us who love Christmas because we were kids, we loved Christmas. Christmas as an adult ultimately is always a letdown. Enjoy the journey. Take the Zen part <laughs> of it. Just enjoy the journey because once Christmas comes, it's always a letdown. So I'm, you know, I'm just preparing you for that. All right. Well, when we return, we'll try to squeeze in a WTF story or two more. That's bad grammar, but I'll fix it on the other side. The Von Hessler Doctrine on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. WSB's Kirk Mellis predicting a high around 48. That translates to a five on the Mellis meter. It's about 45 degrees right now, and actually sunny here, looking good. But The weather report is brought to you by Shoemate Air Conditioning and Heating. I like the coldness. I think sometimes they put you down on the meter a little bit if it's cold, but it makes my brain work better. I hate the dead of summer. You know, when everybody else is seeing tens, mm-hmm. I'm seeing twos. <laughs> Sweltering hot. I'm the same. That should be an, the name of a book, yes. maybe. Yes, when you're seeing tens, I'm seeing twos. Eric Von Hessler. Should fill in for Kirk during the summertime, then. Yes. That way you get the... The, the, uh, the, the Von Hessler meter, meter. Yeah. which is on a beautiful day, is a 2. <laughs> and on a nasty, horrible day, it's a 12. Because Eric... You know why, you know why, you know why Eric likes horrible days? Because there's no... No one can say you should have gone out of your house and done something. <laughs> like, I like... I'm a homebody. I like staying at home... And nobody ever is going to get down on you if you stay at home and you know binge watch something if it's horrible outside. So it takes the pressure away. So on the Von Hessler doctrine meter, today would be a 19. But that's mine. We're on the Mellish meter here, and that's what we go by. He's a good man. I don't want him to yell at me. He has roughed me up before in the past. I don't want to talk to you about the things that go on behind the scenes. Yeah, here, you, but Clark Howard, Kirk Mellish, I man. I mean, his name, the, the list is growing, Eric. These guys throw down. I don't know what it is, but I end up in the parking lot having fist fights with them. I don't know. But then we, we make up afterward. We go out, we have a beer. It's very rough behind the scenes here at WSB. <laughs> One day I am going to write a book. When you say 10, I call it 2. Whatever. Let's <laughs> see if we can squeeze in uh, one more WTF story on him. Well, I feel like this is a really important story because, listen up, everybody. Buckle your seatbelts. Khloe Kardashian's tired. She doesn't feel very good. Um, what, is she, what, what, what is she calling in sick for? She doesn't have a job. What, what, is, she, what is she calling uh, sick to? I have to? a staph infection. <laughs> I think my butt implant might be leaking. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> gonna, oh. So you need some time off. 
Oh my god, it's like really hard because like Lamar is really sick, mm -hmm. and I like keep checking on him, mm -hmm. and then it's just like by then it's like two o'clock, and I have to eat lunch, and then I have to very stressful. Look nice. My eyelashes, like they're those individual, individual, individual <laughs> ones, Are and they they're now? like really hard to put on. And it takes yes. like twenty minutes. Yes, think very... about Eric. Yes, Eric. yes, Chloe. Think about that. I am. How much about... time do you spend on your eyelashes? Like N no. none. No, not like none. Any, Actually, and you can tell, no. right, Nick? <laughs> yes. yes. Gross. No, there's no time spent there. Wait a minute. People are talking about my eyelashes yes. behind my back. Oh my god! Well, it's uh, disgusting. You look disgusting. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Come on, Eric, go to your safe space. All right, uh, there's a lot of outrage in this world. English Nick with Outrage Corner when we return.